Coming up on this Monday, we're talking the conclusion of late model speed weeks down south, the opening USAC sprint car weekend, plus other results. Let's go. Today is Monday, February 22nd, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. I'm back from a busy long weekend in Daytona, so let's get right into the dirt racing from the past few days. First up, late model speed weeks down south are complete with Dirt Car Nationals now done for 2022. We had 18 race nights between Lucas and the Outlaws with nine different race winners. Brandon Shepard led the way with four victories, but all of them, interesting, uh, interestingly enough, came with Lucas and not the Outlaws, where he will race full-time this season. Brandon Overton won three times, but it feels like he could have or should have won maybe six or eight of these races. He's admitted to his team being caught out by the rule changes, specifically around the body stuff and his team setups, and they suffered several mechanical failures through the couple of weeks. They ended up with nine finishes outside the top 10, even though they led a bunch of laps and got those victories. I've caught hell before for saying that it's sometimes feast or famine for Big Sexy, but that played out in a big way through these opening races. It obviously doesn't matter too much for a team not chasing a championship, but if these issues and mechanical gremlins persist, we could see an up and down year for the Wells 76. Dale McDowell was the only other driver to close out with multiple outlaw wins, but we didn't see a repeat winner during the Dirt Car Nationals portion at Volusia. McDowell won Thursday after getting by early leader Kyle Hammer. Dennis Erb led all but one lap on Friday night, topping Chase Youngens and Daryl Lanigan. Bishop was in the mix for much of that race, but faded to fourth at the end. And on Saturday in the finale, the track took rubber and Chris Madden was in the right place to take advantage. He led the final 28 laps en route to that victory. Devin Moran ended up the big Gator champion for the week, even though he didn't win a race, and his top 10 streak was busted on Saturday night with a 12th place finish. But between Golden Isles on January 27th and Volusia on February 18th, Moran picked up 16 straight top 10s, including three wins and 13 top fives between the two series. The speed of that nine car has to be one of the biggest stories of this opening month of dirt late model racing. They're losing crew chief Wiley Moran from that group, so we'll see if they can maintain going forward. But Moran will be one to deal with this season if this continues. No national tour or championship chasing for Moran, just a pick-and-choose schedule this season. So to reset, with some time off now for both series, Brandon Shepard leads Devin Moran and Tim McCready in the Lucas standings, and Chris Madden is out front of Dale McDowell and Dennis Erb in the Outlaw standings. We've obviously got a bunch of guys up in the points that won't run full-time, but when it shakes out, I think we're again looking at Madden versus Shepard on the outlaw side. I think at least to start off anyway. And then McCready versus Herb, RTJ, and probably O'Neal on the Lucas side. We'll have to see if anyone else can really get the consistency together to be in the mix for either title. Both series are back in action on March 11th. Along with the late models of Dirt Car National, we did get to see some great racing with the Super Dirt Car Series Big Block Modifieds. Uh, and just like the late models, no repeat winners through the week at Volusia. On Thursday, we had a tight battle between Stuart Friesen and Matt Williamson, with Max McLaughlin even getting involved late. Williamson used lap traffic to his advantage, though, and got away for the victory. And then on Friday night, Demetrius Drellos was really strong in the early going, but had to deal with McLaughlin through halfway with both leading laps. Max used a late restart to slide by the 111, and he drove away to his second career Volusia win. 
And on Saturday, it was McLaughlin's HBR teammate, Jimmy Phelps, who capped off the week with the win on a rubber down racetrack. There were a ton of flat tires in the closing laps, but Phelps was able to survive for the win. And then he also grabbed the Big Gator trophy for the week-long championship. If the racing we saw at Volusia keeps going when the series returns to action later in, the, uh, later in March, we could be in for one hell of a season with the big blocks. It appears as though a lot of guys are fast, and it won't just be Shepard or Williamson running away with this thing. As a side note, I also really enjoyed Brett Hearn jumping in the booth with Tim Baltz for some of those calls on Dirt Vision. Hearn had some really great insight and was a solid addition to Timmy on that call. Hopefully that isn't the last time we'll see Hearn on a race broadcast with Super Dirt Car Series on Dirt Vision. With the USAC Sprinter Series, I figured it wouldn't be long before we saw Emerson Axum rise up and grab his first career victory this season. I'm just not sure I thought it would be so quickly and so dominantly. Back on Thursday night, he was right to the lead at the start and then capitalized on a track that took rubber early, surviving to lead all 30 laps for his first win ever in that season opener. And if some folks, uh, folks thought it may have been a fluke, Axum backed it up on Friday and Saturday. It was a spot on the podium Friday behind winner Justin Grant and second place finisher Buddy Kofoid. And Saturday night, it was a methodical performance through the 35 lapper, keeping leader Chase Stockton close and then seizing the lead coming to 10 laps to go and driving off to his second career win. Two victories through the first three nights was a big way to show the series he intends to compete for the championship this season, let alone for the Rookie of the Year title. That Clausen Marshall team is incredibly experienced and has won a ton of races in the past with Tyler Courtney, and Axum just keeps getting better behind the wheel. It's going to be a very strong pairing for those series guys to deal with all season. Behind Axum, it was also a strong start for Justin Grant. He swept the midget weekend the week before and then earned three top six results, including that Friday night win. He leaves Florida trailing Axum by just a few points in the standings. Other drivers to finish top 10 all three nights include Buddy Kofoid, Chase Stockin, Carson Short, and Logan Seavey. There were also some big names who didn't get off to a good start, including defending champion Brady Bacon. He had a rough Thursday that included two spins and a 16th place finish. Rare mistakes from the Macho Man you don't normally see. He was also 15th Friday before bouncing back to a top 5 on Saturday night. He's 10th in the standings leaving the weekend. It also wasn't a great couple of days for Jake Swanson and Robert Ballou, who consequently tangled on Saturday night, was Swanson faking a steering wheel throw at the Madman after he got right reared. CJ Leary is also uh, way down the order as his best finish of the weekend was a 12th on Saturday. We won't see the sprint cars again for five or six weeks now, which could be good news for those guys that struggled. Plenty of time to get things turned around before Lawrenceburg in April. If we're going to go full overreaction Monday, though, I'm buying a bunch of Emerson Axum stock today. In the win picks department, not a strong weekend for either me or the formula. I did get one right picking Grant for Friday. I'm now a scintillating 3 for 25 on the year, while the formula is 6 for 25. We'll try and improve those numbers this weekend with the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars in action down south. At East Bay over the weekend in 360 Sprint Car Competition, Mark Smith was your Thursday night winner, Aaron Reitzel bagged the victory on Friday, and it was Sam Haferteep taking the $10,000 King of the 360s finale on Saturday night. In other weekend late model action, Corey Hedgecock was a $5,000 winner at 411. Hunt the Front's Joseph Joyner bagged three grand at Southern Raceway in crate competition, and Christian Hanger won Sunday at Duck River. There are two items on the streaming schedule today. Speed Sport has IMCA action from Devil's Bowl, and there's Flow Racing 24-7. 
To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. And don't forget, if you haven't gotten one yet, Dirt Car or Dirt Tracker decals are available on the website, dirttracker.com slash decal, $3 shipped right to your house. Uh, if you want to grab one of those, they are available right now. That's it for the show today. Have a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.